0: what is going on everybody welcome back to the bionic podcast your host jules melly here coming at you live with episode number 13 where i have on my beautiful girlfriend rachel how's it going honey good okay Thank so for having me yeah no problem this is our third podcast together um and rachel's like a huge fan of podcasts now she listens to a lot of them so mm-hmm. um her knowledge is growing about podcasts we're gonna have <laughs> a really cool one for you all today want to uh, welcome everybody on youtube watching and anybody listening on our listening platforms spotify apple Podcasts, and anywhere you can find our podcast in the world I just wanted to put on the podcast. It's pretty cool that uh, in my analytics, I've seen that people are watching the podcast from uh, countries like Norway, New Zealand, South Africa, and where else? Yeah, Denmark. Yeah. So, you know, I got like like six plus countries watching the podcast listening to the podcast i've never in my wildest dreams thought that that was ever going to happen it's so cool that you can see all this stuff with anchor um but yeah anyways we have a really cool podcast coming for you all we are going to be talking about uh, kind of like a life update but it's a really deep conversation that we want to have and kind of share our experience with which was the postponements and the kind of struggle with Um, prepping for a show uh, during uh, the pandemic and all the lockdowns, uh, gyms being closed, all these types of things. We have a really, really cool list of stuff we're going to chat about today. Uh, What it was like coaching uh, Rachel, like my girlfriend, um, as a coach and as an athlete, what that was like and our relationship. So we are going to start with your journey. So, yeah. Or, you know what, quickly, everybody knows, like, not everybody knows. If you're listening to this and you don't know, um, I was on prep since the day after my birthday, so I started preparation for the bodybuilding show on February 16th. Um, and, yeah, let's do a cheers quickly. In the cheers. Bionic Podcast mugs, we have a really good iced coffee. Tell them.
1: Sorry, I'm not supposed to tell them.
0: No, no, it's, I'm done with that. Mm. Tell them what you made because it's so good. Like Rachel makes amazing iced coffees. Tell them what's in there.
1: Oh, this one is just espresso milk and uh, silk milk creamer is my favorite. What flavor? Hazelnut today.
0: Absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for the coffee. And we're going to get to it. So I was on preparation probably for like three weeks, I would say, before um, they moved my show twice, probably in less than a month. It was like the craziest thing ever. So what a shock that was to me it was originally april 7th then it got moved to april 14th and then it got moved to may 15th so the reason why i'm sharing this information with you all is because when it got moved to may 15th rachel then saw a window of opportunity Mm -hmm. um so tell them kind of what made you like put your put both feet in and kind of like start the prep
1: yeah so um I don't know, I've been thinking about prepping my whole not my whole life, that's dramatic. Like for a couple of years Mm -hmm. now. Since I watched you the first time I knew that it was something I wanted to do. I was just a bit anxious about it and I wasn't sure about the experience. Like I was really nervous about the eating. I didn't think I could ever do it. And that's what everyone says. You
0: love your foods.
1: Yeah, I love my foods. Like
0: Rachel's like really very routine individual when it comes to like her goal of like gaining muscle always led her to like have the same breakfast every day. Cheese. Ha- cheese, eggs, like uh, all these things that, you know, aren't in typically in a bodybuilding diet. So you mm. knew, you yeah. knew like it would have been, it's obviously it's tough, but it like, is,
1: yeah. And, um, I don't know, it was just a couple of days at work. I had been thinking about it and we saw the wellness category and we started talking about that a little bit more. Um, and I don't know, it just kind of came to a point where I was thinking of all the reasons as to why I shouldn't do it. Like, that's what I do. I just sit and I try to think of all the things that could go wrong and all the reasons I shouldn't do it. And Mm. when I was digging so deep to try to find those reasons, I realized, like, I need to just do it. Like... Mm. And I was trying to sh- find a show like that was a little bit later, so I had more time to mentally prepare. Um.
0: And what what was it about the wellness category that like really caught your eye? Because like for anyone that doesn't know, um, there's like s- all these different categories in bodybuilding. There's open bodybuilding where like they wear the bikini, men's classic physique where they wear the black trunks, Bo- uh, men's physique where they wear the board shorts. Then for women, it goes bikini, uh, figure, physique, and uh, gradually with the women they get more muscular and bigger so bikini is kind of like very slim down uh, lean toned physique and then they uh, all of a sudden added a fourth category for the women uh, which is wellness and they're looking for a more fuller look they're looking for women that uh, have a bit more muscularity than the bikini girls but not as big as figure so it was like a very like um, unique category I would say that like all of a sudden came about and you were like this really intrigues me i like this they want you to kind of look big and healthy but mm-hmm. like still muscular still lean yeah um but yeah like it just it was really cool because i saw like all of a sudden a switch and then like as your coach like i was like oh my god now i have to make a, a plan for this girl and then it was all like wow like is she actually gonna go into it so
1: yeah in the first couple of days like we sort of we talked about this a couple of times where we had the thought in our head that like maybe i would decide i didn't want to do it anymore like Mm -hmm. that was we talked about that at the very beginning because i had never prepped before i don't diet i don't do any of that stuff like Mm -hmm. i've never had a restrictive eating pattern at all Yeah,
0: i think the only thing that you were like already doing is like training with like high intensity yeah
1: i was training and that's pretty much it like i Mm -hmm. i was eating enough and a lot but nowhere near like what prep food is like um but yeah, I don't know. I just decided I was going to do it. The first week was really hard. Um, but after that, it just went up, and it really helped that I had, like, you and my best friend. like, it made it, like, one of the easiest things mm-hmm. It was just having the support system on, like, days where, like, it felt like crap and, like, you did not want to eat your chicken and sweet potato. Like, I knew that you and Michelle were doing it with me, and it just, mm-hmm. like it helps so much
0: yeah for sure and and yeah like even for myself like the first prep i had friends doing the show with me and it was a bit smoother and then the second when i was like completely by myself you're like almost feel like an outcast when you're bodybuilding guys it's like you're not eating with your family you're not eating with your friends you're not going out you're not doing things or whatever. and i think like the time flew for us because Mm -hmm. we were like you know Know, any days that you would like sleep over or Whatever it was just like so like routine Like yeah. we were both like eating the same meal at night before bed and then mm-hmm. drinking protein shakes at night and then just going to bed and like super simple yeah not like one of us was like up watching netflix and like the other one was like on prep like trying to go yeah, to bed no and me
1: and michelle would like uh we would eat our cod and play mario kart so like it just felt normal when my brother was eating like wild wings with his girlfriend like mm-hmm. i had michelle there with me and we were eating what we had to eat like yeah some meals sucked but like have like doing it side by side with knowing that other people are yeah going
0: through the same thing for sure that definitely makes it easier um that's also like a cool thing about team bionic is that you know you you know that there's other people that are like trying to eat well trying trying to achieve their goals yeah regardless even if it's not bodybuilding right it's like you're that's what the team bionic community is all about you're like hey like i'm trying to be great i'm trying to do great things i know that there's other people that are trying to do that as well mm-hmm. and that's that's the really cool part um having you two alongside me as well was like you know on days as like the coach and like you know kind of like the person that started the journey like when i didn't want to do shit like i had you two to like motivate me and that was like super awesome yeah uh, and i appreciate you know, just the fact that you guys were willing to try the sport of bodybuilding because, mm-hmm. you know, it's what I'm most passionate about. It's not a lot of it's not your cup of tea for everyone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it takes a special person to bodybuild. So um, that's awesome. I can't believe you got into that. It was mm-hmm. absolutely insane. The next thing we're going to go into is from May 15th, show gets postponed again to June 12th. Then we're June like, oh, OK,
1: June 2nd,
0: June 2nd, isn't it?
1: twice no. it got postponed. I don't remember the first date. No, day. I think it
0: was four weeks. It was May 15th to June 12th. That was the last postponement. It was a four-week postponement. We were five weeks out, and all of a sudden now we were nine weeks out. It was like the biggest smack in the face um, any of us could. Oh,
1: yeah, there were two, and then we canceled the second time. Yeah, yeah. so
0: we were like, okay, um, that's like whatever. Um, I went and had a cheat meal because – i was like in the in the trenches for like Mm -hmm. uh eight eight and a half weeks like i think i was coming up to my ninth week of not having a cheat meal only doing refeeds and i was like holy man (laughs) another four weeks it was
1: much easier for you i think then
0: well i don't know how i went eight weeks so easily that first eight weeks guys like i think it was because like i was like probably like a bit on the bigger side and i knew that I, i was just i was really uh I knew what work like lied ahead, you know, yeah. and I was like, I was like, okay, like eight weeks, uh, whatever, and I, and I'm coaching myself, guys. So it's like, <laughs> I can be like, after one week, like, you know what, Jules, you deserve a cheat meal, bro. You mm-hmm. look fucking good, you know, you. Know? And I'm like, no, don't do that. Do the opposite, you know, like really earn it, really um, give your body the stuff when it needs it only, not when you mentally think you need it. And that was one of the biggest barriers that I had to do as a coach. Same thing with you wanting to give my girlfriend like a cheat meal and like that being like oh but uh, we can wait it out and uh yeah that was
1: your problem you would like i would tell you you, like oh you're so
0: fucking close but like i i want you to win you know i wanted us to win and that was the cool thing was we were both invested in being the best versions of ourselves yeah it's not about beating other people it's not about winning the medal it's not about any of that it's just about us just being driven to be the best bring version. bring
1: yourself to a point you've never ever brought yourself to Your before peak, like, yeah
0: peak like being yeah. in that peak condition like there's something about it it's like yeah. so cool and um you know to have it postponed by four weeks we were like no problem like let's no. keep let's keep it going <laughs> okay 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 i'm saying like in in sense like we were like we, we it was tough yeah it's we sucked. cried
1: yeah we cried all three of all us all three
0: of us cried it was like it was tough guys like being in prep for that long it's it's like you and this is why we're talking about is because the pandemic has caused way more than just like at home stress for people you know what i mean it's not like oh i'm working from home or like you know things are tough whatever like at work or you can't go to restaurants all these things like everybody's affected in their own way yeah you know what i mean
1: the reason it was so hard for me at first was because I went into this prep thinking that I was going to do a nine week prep. Um, And so that was one of the leading factors as as to why why you committed. Yeah. Yeah. I was like nine weeks. Like I didn't want it to be long. I told Jules, I was like, I can't do like a 15 week prep. Like I could never do that before I was saying that. And then, um, yeah, it got postponed and I realized I was going to be doing a 13 week prep and it was just, it was really hard for me because I don't know just felt like you were in the dark it's hard for yeah. everyone
0: like basically like the purpose of this podcast is because how mentally draining it is to know that your show is like or just anything that you're working hard for guys like like regardless like it's a show or not like it's that thing that you want to happen and that like you're expecting to happen mm-hmm. on a specific date and you're preparing for it and that's all you think about every day day in yeah. day out and then for it to just be getting pulled longer and longer and longer and further from you yeah. it's like a mind fuck
1: and knowing in the back of your mind like that slight bit that it, it could, could be canceled or postponed while you're like doing your sprints 20 minutes like yeah. it sucks like it, yeah. it makes it a little bit harder for sure um
0: the worst part, though, but, is that it's not in our hands. Like, yeah. it was, it's the government. It's the cases per day. It's the vaccines per day getting administered. It's all this stuff. It's, like, we're trying to keep up with, like, yeah. life. And we didn't and even want to th- talk about it. Yeah, like, and do this and yeah. do, like, fasted cardio, a two-hour workout, yes. eat six meals. Like uh,
1: That's what I think made it a little bit harder also is that I think people were trying to... Like just chat about it and help, but when they would say, no, "Oh, no, have you, you seen this you update? Or do you think that like I've seen the lockdowns gonna extend it?" and you just like don't want to hear it at all until it actually happens. Like you know in your head that it could happen, mm-hmm. but you don't want to talk about it. No, no, and absolutely. And not.
0: That's yeah. It's it. it really is, is. it was something that I think we learned a lot from. Uh, It was definitely very mentally tough and draining and discouraging. Like, I can think of like a million adjectives for this experience, but it's like at the end of the day, you know, we need to have a deeper understanding of why we chose bodybuilding, why we want to compete. And um, we are looking to compete in October, um, date and show to be determined. We're not really really worried about it. We're really just trying to focus on enjoying our summer now. Uh, another thing as well as a couple um, we would have been on prep during our anniversary five years yeah we've been together five years that's like a (laughs) long time that's like really long for anyone that too long has done anything for five (laughs) years um (laughs) i'm just bugging you anyway so uh june 7th is our five-year anniversary and we would have been in peak week so imagine like Depleting yourself and like like cutting your food down and water water draining and all these types of protocols. Yeah, we just weren't gonna celebrate it. Yeah, yet. we like straight yeah. up just were like, okay, after the show, whatever. So, I mean, that would have been po- like postponed as well. Funny enough, ironically, um and then uh yeah, like if we wanted to, another thing that we wanted to do, I don't know, should we talk about the Texas trip quickly?
1: Yeah, we could talk about it. Like okay, so, so when we, yeah,
0: when we found out the June show was postponed. Yeah, so it
1: got postponed. Um, we decided that when it first got postponed that if it happened again, we weren't going to do the show anymore mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, like I tell you this all the time, like I see people post that they're doing like they're like, "Oh, a 30 week prep, no problem." Like postponing, no problem. And that's great. But at the end of the day, like, prep is extremely stressful and taxing on your body. Mm-hmm. And you can't grow and bring your best form if you're doing it for 30 weeks, in mm. my opinion, unprofessional yeah. opinion. It's,
0: yeah, it's, it's very physically. Driven, yeah, yeah. So
1: it's like, that's nice. We could have kept going and done the show. It's now in August. Um, but we just decided it wasn't feasible. So then when it was, um, when it was postponed, we started looking. It was
0: postponed indefinitely. Yeah, that fourth time. So, so then so we're like, were oh, like, we want to yeah, do there's, something. there's like every time they had a new date, and then this last time that like made us cut the prep. They were like, oh yeah, uh, no, it's, it's just gonna, postponed. Yeah, yeah, we just don't know when it's gonna happen. uh yeah. give us some time to like figure it out. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let that me- was
1: hard because it was like a couple of days where we were like, what's going on? Like, is it gonna be a week? Is it gonna be? Yeah. Three so I months. Think it was,
0: three days i think it, yeah, yeah we found it out on a monday and then on the wednesday is when we like had mm-hmm. a cheat meal
1: and the day before it was postponed is when he had been talking one day i was just like why don't we just go to the states like because when you're prepping for so long it's like you want to do something you want to step on stage like of course when you have that in your head you just want to do it so bad yeah. so
0: plus we're yeah. really big fans of alphalete and their clothing brand and Uh, the entire community that they've built and so we were going to go to compete at the Summer Shredding Classic Mm -hmm. which I had mentioned earlier in the year that was a goal of mine um, if you know the situation was okay and what ended up happening is I called the border And I got some prick <laughs> on the said, phone fuck you <laughs> Anybody that's ever fucking crossed the border You know these guys are at, They have a stick up their ass sideways <laughs> Honest to fucking hell. It's bad bro They're so mean Like I've never been disrespected so bad on the phone in my life And I was basically trying to explain to the guy That I I guys literally I was like hey how's it going He's like good I was like Alrighty then. And then I'm like, oh, you know, um, I know of of athletes and that are in the MPC that are coming from or going from Canada to the States to compete. We wanted
1: to drive. We're
0: watching YouTube videos. We see all these things and whatever. I'm like, if I was, you know, and here's the thing, right? There's this um, non-essential travel and essential travel. So it was like for business. So I'm like, Team Bionic is a registered business in Canada and it's like, so I, I told the guy, I was like, I have a registered business. I have a client of mine that is like an athlete with Rachel and she's going to compete and et cetera and whatever. And, you know, we know of others doing this, like they're just flying. Like, what do you, what are your thoughts? He's like, yeah, it's not essential. Like yeah. so fast, so fast guys. The conversation was a minute and 10 seconds at mm. max. And I was like, oh, sick. So then it completely got shut down. Yeah. Uh, we had some sushi. We had a nice cheat meal on the Wednesday. We were like, all right, now time to mentally deal with this. Yeah. Time to mentally deal with the fact that it's over. that last little bit of hope that we had going to yeah. the states, going to a, a state that has no mask and enforcement. And we were
1: reaching. Like, we were trying to Oh, do Airbnbs. Yeah, yeah,
0: Airbnbs. Like, guys, to be honest with you, like, I'm a stupid idiot, but it's like i signed up for the show i paid for it and i was trying to manifest it and i was like you know if if it's meant to be it's meant to be or whatever um so i'm gonna be asking them to move that payment for the show to october if they can if they can bless me honestly god um but you know we had high hopes like i was like ready Mm -hmm. to go we were ready to go to texas for real uh, in the best shape of our lives and compete and meet people and Collaborate with people and work out with Mm -hmm. others and do all this cool stuff, and it got shut down. So, uh, in all honesty, that was almost tougher than the original Canadian show. definitely, because
1: because it was the end. Yeah, and we no, and
0: we were gonna also like have a lot of fun. We were gonna like stop and eat good food after uh, our prep and whatever. So, man, like it was a lot. It was a lot to deal with.
1: Yeah, it was a lot. Got through
0: it. Yeah, we got through it, and like the last topic I want to touch on the podcast is. me and you and our relationship, and like how that was during prep, yeah. which was surprisingly good. good no, like I thought
1: it was going to be a disaster, to be honest with yeah. you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> tell the audience like what you were expecting and then like what actually happened. I was just exp- so, so perspective like you're before, yeah, young 20s, like you want to, you want to whatever, and like your coach, the person that's involved with like taking your carbs away and like doing all mm-hmm. these things, is your boyfriend, yeah. I, I just
1: thought it was going to be a little bit messy with like, I'm sensitive. So I thought if you were ever hard on me, like I would take it personally or I was worried that I wouldn't be able to confide in you as much because you were my coach and I didn't want to complain to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just thought it was going to be a really hard experience. Like I thought we would definitely fight, um, but no, it's fine.
0: We did it. We did it. It was weird.
1: Yeah, it was really strange.
0: I think we fought more when only I was on prep.
1: Yeah. But yeah. we were also That's weird. Yeah, we were also very like low energy, so like if you said something stupid I was just like <laughs>
0: I didn't even <laughs> have the energy to say something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> like, yeah, guys, so you're like a fucking robot on prep it's yeah. just like e- mm, e-, next like, meal, next definitely meal, like, uh workout time, pre workout in and workout and then next yeah. meal. Like there's no room for drama. That's why like you get to a no bullshit tolerance state of mind because it consumes all of you. Yeah. Like, it like really does. Like, we definitely
1: had, like, a couple of sticky situations where it was, like, are you my coach right now? Are you my boyfriend? Like
0: yeah, that's what we called it, the the, the boyfriend-coach line. Yes. Like, and where's the line? Like, you know, is the line, like, right yeah. now? And then that's what I would say. Like, so she would ask me a question. This was, This is funny. And I would be like, do you want me to answer this as your coach or yeah. as your boyfriend? Yeah. And then she would always choose boyfriend. Yeah. But then I would always put my two cents in as the coach yeah because i can't help it but it was good like she was so guys like she was so good and i did like the last thing i did to her and the reason why i made the whole youtube video out of it and anyone that's watching this you've definitely watched because i got like fucking everybody on my instagram to go look (laughs) at this video um the video that i fake proposed to rachel but it was actually just me giving her a pizza which is exactly what she finally was waiting for and wanted so the thumbnail was a white lie everybody Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a full-blown fucking clickbait i mean what the the picture was but i like the like it was three weeks before that and the two weekends before that one i was so close to giving you a cheat meal
1: and you said it and I said it out like, like an but idiot. We, we then set the boundary.
0: Yeah, I was like I was like uh I was like honey like you know you're getting close to each other. Like meal. this like, weekend you'll definitely you're tightening get one. up and whatever and I was like, you know, maybe this weekend and then like And then that weekend the week,
1: came and nothing came.
0: <laughs> and I was like, Oh, sorry, honey, like you're not you're not there yet. You're not quite there yet. So
1: that's when I told you I said, That's fine. But don't say it ever again. Like
0: <laughs> the second time, after I only want to know
1: if it's happened Don't tell me you think it'll come in two weeks. Don't tell me you think a date. Just <laughs> that's so funny. Shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like that's why I did the hidden camera thing because I was like, oh my god, like she's gonna freak. But like well, I, I think you knew because I was like,
1: well, you you had actually said that that weekend, so I had one of those like little bits of hope in my mind so that's what happened
0: and you still got really excited i did it was a really cute video but uh yeah like it was uh it was definitely um an experience coaching like coaching your girlfriend yeah that's what i was gonna touch on now it's like weird because i'm i believe in you so much like that like you were gonna win and uh for everyone out there that follows Rach fit if you don't follow it go follow it right now um Fit, and was there's like two I mean, h's two or there's two h's I
1: don't know
0: you'll find it. anyways so <laughs> it's in Rachel's bio um but yeah so you see her pictures and and Rachel's genetics and just like the physique that she's well, built genetics, working I, out yeah i've also okay uh, yeah. i'm talking i'm skinny <laughs> <laughs> yes. So she's the physique that you've built over the years um, of, like, six, seven years of hard work. And this is what people don't understand. Everybody in the fitness industry is all like, I want to compete. Oh, my God. like, And they've been working out for, like, three months. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, this is, like, not a joke. That's like, uh, you know, playing, like, uh, for example, volleyball. I'll just use volleyball because, like, you're... Uh, volleyball ex-volleyball athlete it's um, like taking someone that's like played for two months and tossing them into a rep game mm-hmm. Like you, it's like so blatantly obvious that that person doesn't belong there mm-hmm. and it's the same thing with bodybuilding like they're looking for mature dense muscle in a, in, a, in a specific aesthetic and shape and that's just the way it is that's the way it's been for so many years you can't say Oh, like you know, that's not fair. Like the bodybuilding industry doesn't give a fuck about fair. I'll tell you that right now. They don't give a fuck. They're gonna pick the winner who looks the best, who has the biggest muscles, who's the leanest, and whatever. It's 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 blatantly physical appearance, and it's it's obviously. A fuck. That's the sport. It's the yeah. sport. It's it's just the way it is. It's the Mr. Olympia criteria. It's just the way it is. So, yeah. I knew like Rachel has built solid lean muscle tissue on her frame for the past six to seven years same thing I did I worked out for like five six years in high school and in university before I ever went and got on stage I didn't mm-hmm. just like lift a weight once and be like gonna be a bodybuilder next week that's the plan yeah. you know it takes a lot of years of hard work and dedication to even have a chance at winning first place Not let alone like top three I was gonna say let alone first place you know what I mean mm-hmm. so to separate yourself from the rest of the pack, um, it takes a lot in this sport, like, you know, and on in, in any sport, like, um, like the best players of any sport, like the way they separate themselves is by hard work, and, and it's blatant, and you can see it, so with you not everyone has seen that hard work from you because you were never posting on social media mm-hmm. you were like a ghost nobody knew anything about your lifting until you would like post an outfit that you bought that you liked on at like world gym or something mm-hmm. and people knew you work, worked out like your best friends knew you worked out but like it wasn't like this like oh reach fit thing you yeah. know what i mean which is mm-hmm. like something you've built and it's like really cool but the hard work and the physique is what does it for me because i know that You have legitimately what it takes to win, right? Like, someone that has the mindset of a champion but doesn't have the physique to match it will never become a champion. And that's just the way it is in this sport. But if you've put in the work, you know, you have the frame, you have the physique, um, your shoulders are, like, fucking God-given, Right? Your legs, like your your quads, the separation in your muscles, the lines that your body creates when you hit these shots is is something that you, you don't always see all the time. So at like X amount of weeks out I was like, yo, like Team Bionic has their first fucking women's dub on the fucking roster. Easy money. Like I was like guys like calling the shot there and then. I was like, GG, Rachel's winning. I was like, you know, just so confident because to be honest with you guys, it's not a, sol- a false sense of confidence because I go to the shows and I physically watch these people in person. I've seen all the girls compete. I've seen all the guys compete, bodybuilding down to physique, bikini up to uh, physique for women. Like, it, I I see it. I see the competition year in, year, year in and year out. I've been coaching for three years in the bodybuilding industry now. So I'm like, this girl, you're going to crush everyone. So I was just like, so excited for you that you know like for anyone like that wants to know about like what I was what I was doing with like your diet and stuff like that like I was like I was pulling my carbs Mm -hmm. right and your carbs were like high as shit Yeah. because like just a little bit of cardio and like a really hard workout like you're getting lean Regardless, you yeah, know what you I mean. You did a
1: good job with like preserving all the muscle, yeah, and growing it. I feel like yeah, for some crazy. for some odd reason,
0: we both got bigger as we were getting leaner this year. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. It was weird, and like, but like, in terms of like, you know, like the feelings I had towards you, it was just pure excitement because mm-hmm. I, I, as a coach, like, I knew I was like, man, like, she's gonna kill it, like, not like, and I've had athletes where like, I know they're gonna smash it and win first place, and then I've had athletes that like it's kind of been like a journey for them and like they're doing something and it's really cool and like i'm there to support them type of thing so what i was trying to instill in you was the ability to get there mentally yeah because physically the six seven years that you put in hands down you have what it takes but that mental switch it's
1: a mental journey bodybuilding is more that than i ever thought before yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. So, and and I knew if I could get her to turn that switch to be like, I'm the fucking champ, mm-hmm. you know, like the Mike Tyson, like the, I'm the best ever, you know, yeah. like that type of vibe, like that, like real, like, I believe in myself type of attitude. Like, yeah. I knew it was, I knew it was game over. So that was my biggest focus as your coach was like, just yeah. get this girl to believe in herself and be yeah, strict. Of, yeah. But you're, you're like, you're so competitive and athletic already. It's like right when I gave you the diet. That
1: was crazy though. Like uh, the second cuz I can't diet like bef- outside of bodybuilding, I don't think I can do it. Like I I don't know. Before this, I've tried to restrict myself like um around Christmas. I told myself I'm going to go like I think I said 30 days without sweets. The night I made that decision, I made it in the morning at night I had chocolate because I was like this restriction is gonna be bad for my head like it's Mm -hmm. gonna make me binge whatever so then the second I started prep I was like Something changed like I didn't I didn't feel that need and it wasn't even an option in my head to cheat because I was like This is what I'm doing Like Mm -hmm. if I step on stage and I know I had a cookie like I'm gonna think about that because I know that I could have done more so it was like the the most strange change in my head that like I never thought I could do that, but it was just something changed. I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, it was amazing.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. What a cool, inspiring story. You have no idea. I was so inspired by you and Michelle. It was insane. Like I was like blown away by how willing you two were both like to work and to put in like the grind. Like mm-hmm. it's a grind, man. Like it's it's hard and it's not that, that's why um, Rich Piana anybody that doesn't know who Rich Piana is we met him at the fitness expo two years in a row uh, mm-hmm. I waited in line to meet this guy big tatted scary looking dude like but it was his mindset and the things he shared with the fitness industry that like you know what like you're not getting big fucking eat more yeah you're eating fo- four meals a day try five you're still yeah. not gaining weight with five eat six what do you he buys he used to buy tubs of Ben and Jerry's and fucking hammer them at night because he just wanted to get monstrous get bigger, yeah. so he's like well I don't know there's no food that I can eat that has as many calories as ice cream so I'm just gonna smash that mm-hmm. and like putting ice cream in his shakes, like drinking a shit ton of egg whites or eating a massive plate of egg whites and saying like this is not for my enjoyment this meal is for purpose for function right and like having that understanding and then he passed away the year after we met him at the pro show and uh his brand is called five percent nutrition and the reason why it's called five percent nutrition is because he believed that only five percent of the people on the planet can become bodybuilders Mm. and actually do it and 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 live that life yeah and I'm I'm such a firm believer of that because you know pick 10 people off the street I bet you only one of those people can actually be successful to do it is one thing sure yeah. do it have fun get on a prep you know But when you get down to that last four weeks, when you get down to that last two weeks, when you go eight weeks without a cheat meal, that's two full-blown months Mm -hmm. without eating anything that tastes good. Could you imagine that? Not too many people are willing to go through that. So the respect first that I have for anybody, for my young athletes, for for the 17, 18, 19-year-old kids that I'm coaching that I've been honored to coach in the past year, uh, these young men are fucking Unreal specimens mm-hmm. of a human of human beings. And, you know, the fact that you have put in the work for the six, seven years and I'm, I've been working out now for nine years and, mm-hmm. and it's been like a crazy journey has allowed us to, you know, have that belief in each other. And, uh, as a coach for me to have that belief in you, because, um, I, I saw the switch. I saw it mm-hmm. turn. I saw it turn on. And, and that's, that's when I was getting excited. Cause I was like, you know this is team bionics first women athletes mm-hmm. you know like this is going to be huge for for the t- for the squad you know
1: and i think we both also like learned a lot about confidence especially when we were doing like our posing practices with our coach nicole um she's amazing and it it comes to a point where you need to just accept that this is your body and this is what you're presenting mm-hmm. and that's why i became more comfortable posting on my social media like my check-ins and stuff because i was like this is me this is my body and like mm-hmm. i'm proud of who i am what i've done and your
0: genetics like yeah
1: like doing as much as you possibly can yeah, like
0: even for like small example of that and i really like that that's a really good point like yeah. if you have small calves both I'm of us do Yeah, tiny. Not there, yeah. (laughs) I'll fucking smash like five sets of like 50 calf raises and they're not, they ain't going nowhere. So it's like, you know, we put in the work and whatever, but we know, you know, like, man, you know, I might not have the best calves on stage, but I got good shoulders Mm -hmm. and I got good this and whatever. And you learn, that's a really cool, I like this. I just want to make a connecting fact with that because posing is all about displaying your strengths and hiding your weaknesses and just knowing that you have weaknesses and being okay with that is probably the biggest thing about the confidence Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's not like oh fuck look at my huge arms it's like look at my huge arms but like i know i don't have that big of calves but it's okay Mm -hmm. you know i'm cool with that because i've built everything else on my body to be like awesome and like what i want it to be
1: Yeah, and like I'm a very shy person in general And like even when I'm in bikinis Whether or not I'm like proud of my body And like I've never really had issues with that But it's like I'll always hide a little bit And that's when like during this journey I would think about like stepping on stage And like in those final days thinking like This is what I've worked for And like learning how to like put together a stage presence Is what I've been like learning Which still I haven't done it um, that's so that's really cool. More like, oh my god! Later, I have yeah,
0: and that's the thing too that I try and like reiterate to all my athletes is like, when you step out from mm-hmm. behind that curtain,
1: like be proud.
0: Yeah, be proud. Like yeah. you know you you work so hard yeah. for all these weeks to display something. You know, you f- you smile, you fucking flaunt th- your shit. Yeah. You know, like get out there like, and, and yeah, be. Yeah. Cause it,
1: it, I think I'll be so emotional. Yeah,
0: like. and the judges the judges can see like confidence and fear mm-hmm. and like on your face you know yeah. what i mean so it's i mean maybe not with a mask a bit less
1: you can see in your eyes. but know, they'll your see body. it in your
0: eyes exactly it's like a blood in with in the water with sharks yeah it's really like, what it is you
1: can tell right away like yeah. you were so confident on stage the first time like you're the first time but very, not the second time yeah that's
0: true right it was a fake it was a fake false sense of confidence yeah. which you have to master it doesn't happen it doesn't happen overnight. and like, that's, it until
1: you make it. That's
0: a good point, honey, because, you know, four years post that happening, you know, the person that I am today, it's like, I, I don't even understand how I allowed anything to get in my head like that to the point where, like, my natural confidence, because, mm-hmm. like, you know that, like, I have just a natural confidence. It's <laughs> not, like, something I have to work on. No. It's something that you actually try and tone down. <laughs> like like, if anyone's wondering Keep like
1: your head on the yeah, same I was face. gonna
0: say she's always like <laughs> deflating my head constantly i don't i like if I get a compliment from this girl, I talked about it in like our first podcast together. If I get a compliment from know. you, like fuck you know i'm 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 recording it on my phone, I'm voice memoing <laughs> that, but it's like my natural sense of confidence was removed from the situation by yeah. external factors, and I was like like i didn't, couldn't even believe it, and like now seeing you know what i can do Mm. versus like what i have done it takes time and like i think that over the years of you building your physique and like getting to a point where like you know everybody knows the booty (laughs) you know everybody knows like Mm. everybody knows that like rachel has like a really nice body and whatever and like being like being able to understand that and then be like oh i think that like my hard work and my genetics and the, the what i've built can actually be successful in this sport or whatever like mm-hmm. just like how like you're tall and long and like yeah. it works for volleyball that's why you were smashing kids yeah right so the same thing you understand that you have a knack for something yet you have the genetics mm-hmm. for something i have slow twitch muscles i can't jump yeah i'm a horrible jumper yeah. you can jump higher than me
1: yeah, for sure. For
0: sure. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool, bro, you can't fucking jump, so don't play basketball or volleyball. It was as simple as that for me. You know what I mean? What do you have? Well, I have a 27-inch waist when I'm as yeah, lean exactly, when I'm as lean as possible. You can't teach that. You can't you can't tell someone with a 31-inch waist to just have a 27-inch waist. Mm-hmm. It's your bones. It's the way you're made. So people are like, you know, why are you so drawn to bodybuilding or whatever? And it's like, because it's something that I can be good at. And and I've acknowledged that. And you put in the
1: work. And that's why I like what you said about Rich Piana. Because, like, something that I've learned during this process is to be realistic with yourself and be hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's one thing, like, you've taught me is, like, are you doing everything you can to achieve (laughs) that? (laughs) (laughs) Like seriously That's like so girls will come to me and like you two like oh like my bum isn't growing like my arms aren't growing and it's like are you eating food like yeah.
0: how much are how,
1: you how much are you working out like yeah. are you working are you doing body weight glute bridges every day like it's not gonna grow like mm-hmm. are you doing absolutely everything in your power to grow it's and ju- like, this
0: is such a proud dad moment <laughs> like wh- i feel like wow That's awesome because it's so true.
1: No, it's true. And I think people think that... Being
0: realistic with yourself is like... One it's hard of, to do. It's hard. That's I was gonna say. Uh, that's uh, what yeah. I was like, about to say. Is like, it's one of the hardest things. You're yeah, because you sure. feel
1: bad for yourself. Like it's very easy to do. Like yeah. if you look at yourself and be like, like was like oh my calves are small. Like I think they're genetic, but whatever. Mm-hmm. But like oh my calves are small, and it's like oh yeah, are you doing things to fix that? Are you like, smashing? We calves? could be working them three times a week. Mm-hmm. I don't personally. Yeah. No, I don't. So it's like, yeah, like just learning to be realistic with yourself, and it's very hard to learn. Um, because you want to coddle yourself, but at the end of the day, like you have to look back and think like, am I doing everything I can do? And if like, if you're eating five times a day, if you're working your glutes with heavy weights three times a week and nothing's changed then you can come complain to me.
0: After a certain amount of time. Yes. Because some people people will do that for one week and be like, oh, wait a second, I don't look like Kim Kardashian. Like, well, no shit. And I think that's the fault of social media. Do it for two years. Do it for three years. Do it for six. Yeah. Then see what's up. That's right. Then see what's up. I have
1: trouble with that because with my fitness page, like sometimes girls will reach out and ask like biggest tips to grow your legs or your glutes. Time. And yeah, I don't want to say like no, I've you been doing cons- it for consist- seven years. Consistency. Yeah. Right? Like-, like
0: what you're trying to preach to, to anybody that is trying to achieve a physical goal is mm-hmm. like it takes time. And it takes consistency. Yeah. It doesn't take like and I've said it on the pod before. It's like you know you both you and i have been working out for five to six days a week Mm -hmm. literally for the past nine years for me and seven years for you that's ridiculous Mm -hmm. and it's it's like ungraspable for people they don't even understand how that's just a part of our life it's like the gym is the the gym is the thing that you look forward to the most every single day Mm -hmm. and that's why it's a five percenter thing because yeah. the fucking amount of people that it's like they're dragging themselves to get to a workout or whatever or the people that are super passionate about it that work out five to six days a week don't do the extras outside well, of the gym eating.
1: like you the extras that's yeah, what i call them yeah. the
0: extras outside of the gym my last question for you because i really like the last point that you made and guys i didn't make any notes for this podcast this has been like the first like free-flowing podcast of the um channel so far of the podcast. Um so you said that the the attention to detail, right? Mm-hmm. What would you say are the top 3 things that would have made you the most successful? Let's say you won first place and someone and I was interviewing right, right now right after the show and said, "What are the top 3 things that made you in the most optimal shape that you could have been?"
1: Yeah, so for sure like number 1 rest eating absolutely every last drop and doing an extra two to three reps in every single workout like that's what when I went to sleep at night like I knew that you like did everything you could yeah like Michelle and I we'd be working out and we'd say like we did this thing or whoever started on the superset would set the standard. so she would do like sets were 15 for split squats she'd do 17 and I'd swear at her but then i would do it and like so it was it was nice to have the accountability and like Mm -hmm. just going the extra mile and like not skipping like if there was one sweet potato left on my on my plate and i didn't want to eat it you eat it anyway Mm -hmm. because like it's every single bit that counts and like there's a reason for all that Mm -hmm. and then yeah rest
0: what do you mean by rest i was gonna ask you like to elaborate a bit more
1: yeah like sleeping for sure um Recovery. I don't know. Yeah, I think like,
0: the word you're looking for is recovery. Yeah, you need to fully recover mm-hmm. from these insane workouts. Yeah,
1: you sleep like a baby on prep. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're you're that's dented, for sure. Though. You're exhausted, but
0: so yeah, definitely recovery is up there. I 100 right, agree. Are yours? Me now? Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, I I think number one is your measurements of the food. Like not going an ounce over, not going a gram over. Like
1: like the first week, with
0: (laughs) with what the peanut butter.
1: No, I was eating like um, you told me that I can't weigh things on certain plates because it alters. Yeah. And I realized one day Jules was at my house, and I was eating about two ounces more than I had to. Of
0: of (laughs) carbs. Oh yeah, I was. It was only a week though. I mean, and that's the thing. Obviously, maybe two two weeks whatever so yeah that's number one number one is the diet and uh the ability to have that self-control where you're like i'm not gonna do take an extra gram of peanut butter because like i feel sorry for myself <laughs> Don't look at me. oh no no i'm not saying i'm not saying you did that i'm just saying that like just to give you guys insight the reason why she's laughing is because I put on the plan 15 grams of peanut butter. A tablespoon. A tablespoon. And she Googled it and it said 17 grams. Mm -hmm. But the serving size on the back of the peanut butter jar is 15 grams. And that's why I use that measurement. So she was doing this 17 gram thing. And then at a certain point, I just cut it. And I was like, enough. I was like, back to 15 (laughs) grams. I'm fucking done with this shit. I can't watch this anymore. (laughs) And then. 17. Yeah, so. Every time. That for sure. Number two, I would definitely say, um. M- your mental fortitude mm-hmm. and the reason why i wanted to use that word is because it needs you you need to build a foundation and george saint pierre says this on uh, the podcast mm-hmm. with joe rogan when you build a strong foundation and it's a really wide if you think about the pyramids the bigger the foundation the higher the pyramid can go and i really resonated with me i was like man like that's so cool because if you if you don't have the mental foundation to endure a warlike mindset of mm-hmm. bodybuilding, you are literally in a mental warfare with, is, your, with, yes. your, with yourself <laughs> yes. and with others. Then it yes. becomes with others. Then it's like, oh, my family is eating this in front of me. Fuck. And you're like all these things and whatever. So building a strong mental foundation, being ready to suffer, being ready to endure the pain, being ready mm-hmm. to go to bed hungry. Being mm. able to go to bed and knowing that, like, I have nothing left to eat for the day. Mm-hmm. It's done. It's nighttime. Mm-hmm. I can't go down and grab a snack. I, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Number two, the mindset. Number three, I really like the rep thing that you um, said. And I'm going to just, like, slightly twist that around to contraction
1: yeah.
0: and posing. Posing and feeling your muscles while they get leaner and mm-hmm. and fucking when you tricep extend or when you do something and you really feel that contraction, it's it builds your physique. And this is something that like I, I feel like I'm, this podcast I'm just gonna give away all my fucking bodybuilding tips and all my little like sleeve tricks. You know yeah. what I mean. But like obviously, if you guys want to win a fucking gold medal, reach Team Bionic, it's not a big deal. Um, but you know, that the those little tweaks and tips and angles of your wrists and stuff like that when you're working out builds your physique to become an illusion while you're on stage Mm -hmm. right so people think I'm 190 and I'm like 170 shredded But the muscle inserts and the bellies and the pop that I create on the physique and that I give to my athletes and I try to explain to people when I'm training people in person and all that kind of stuff is the angles and and the contraction of the muscles is the is one of the most important things because someone that's like squeezing their glutes completely to 100 percent while contracting Will will look better on stage because they'll be able to present them better. They'll be able to flex them in the way that the judges want, and et cetera. Right.
1: And that's why you don't like lift crazy heavy on prep because you need to feel like every single thing. Yeah.
0: Tossing your ego aside for sure in the gym is like a big thing. You're like, it like, and you know you're more susceptible to injury when you're lean and all these different things. It's like you need to have the the mental fortitude to control all the variables. Bodybuilding is about so. yeah, bodybuilding is about controlling the variables. Mm-hmm. The more that you have control over, like tonight I'm going to bed at ten thirty and waking up at eight thirty because I need x amount of hours of sleep, and you mm-hmm. set that in stone. It's like okay that that variable taken care of. Mm-hmm. uh I'm gonna train really hard and make sure I'm like giving my one hundred ten percent effort effort and like uh work ethic taken care of. So to me, controlling the variables and bringing everything tying everything together is is it's probably one of the hardest things ever so yeah. that's why i wanted to have you on and chat about it because for the first time someone in my household and like you know we, we sleep together at night and stuff like that wake up together do our fasted cardio and it's, it was such a cool journey yeah. and uh, i think it, it definitely made better people out of us for sure
1: yeah i think so do
0: you have any signing off thoughts
1: i don't think so
0: we're good to go do you want to yeah. say anything to the audience one last thing if you have one message from reach fit do you want to plug your new instagram that you're popping off right now or anything
1: yeah my instagram is Fit. you can if you follow me on instagram it's in my bio um yeah i don't know just push yourself do
0: mental health mondays are, yeah, your, are do your, mental new health mondays. your new mondays your so she's been uh, picking a mental health topic every single Monday. I like to use the podcast to give you an avenue, you know? Yeah. Yeah that's exactly what the podcast is all about everybody i always want to finish off on what the podcast is all about it's about giving individuals an avenue to express themselves their experiences and to share them with others so that anyone can learn from our experiences from the things that we've all gone through as human beings through a nice conversation with myself um you're killing it with the mental health mondays everybody's loving it they're popping off super proud of you honey give me a nice handshake no pda okay (laughs) okay (laughs) Thank you guys so much for watching Anybody listening on our listening platforms Appreciate you all Anybody on YouTube Make sure you are subscribed to the channel Love you guys so much See you in the next episode Peace Peace